everybody, and welcome to Madeline. I know that it has been a few weeks. Um, I have been in Thailand, and it's been a bit more hectic than I imagined, so I haven't been able to get around to it, um, to filming a podcast, that is. But I'm here now, and that's all that matters. Um, we actually do have a theme song now, because the past two episodes we didn't. Thank you to Kaya for putting that together for me. Love it. It's great. So currently I am in Koh Samui right now. I have notes for this podcast, but I wrote them in Kolanta. So my notes say currently in Kolanta, been two weeks. I've actually been in Thailand for around three weeks now. We have only six days remaining. So it is a month in Thailand. I just kind of want to go over what Everything that's happened in the past few weeks, I am traveling with my friend Sophia right now. If you did not know, I quit my job back in Indiana and I left on October 13th. I just booked my flight home today and I'm going to get back on December 14th. So it is a solid nine weeks. We started out in Bangkok. She was in Australia for two months prior to meeting me. So the cheapest flight for me from Indiana was to LA and then to fly from LA to Hong Kong and then Hong Kong to Bangkok. And so LA was great. I have um, footage of that, but it's just like all on my phone. So I didn't upload it to my YouTube channel, but that is so irrelevant. God, I was getting okay, like better at the podcast. Like the second podcast was definitely better than the first. And I'm really hoping I'm not like digressing. I hope that it's getting better. I know that the quality on this audio is going to be worse than the other ones because the other podcasts, I had like my iMac and I had my microphone. Right now I'm using my Apple headphones and my iPhone because that is all I have. So anyway, to go over everything, Sam and I, I call her Sam. It's actually Sophia. Anyway, we met in Bangkok. We had no plan because she didn't want to plan anything while she was in Australia and while she was already on a trip herself. Um, And then, like, I just didn't want to stress about it. I didn't know much about Thailand before coming here. Uh, So I was like, all right, we'll be fine. We'll figure it out. I figured it out in Europe. I do prefer to plan things, but all in all, it just worked out that we didn't plan anything. So we had, like, two nights booked in Bangkok, and that's it. Like, nothing else was planned besides our flight to Paris. We knew that we were leaving Thailand on November 13th, which as I said is in like six days now. So yeah, Bangkok, no money, no plan. Um, We also had a bag situation with her bags because she had been traveling for two months prior and she had a suitcase that like the wheels burned off because Australia sidewalks are really hot, I guess. And she would also be here to be discussing her side of things, but she is currently getting a massage right now. So I believe I'll have her on a podcast before we before we part ways, because we will do that soon. Um, Anyway, we had to get her a new bag. Like, we had to finesse so much because, like, airport security, you're only supposed to have, like, a bag that's seven kilos, I believe. And there's certain measurements as well. Um, Her bag was definitely over the measurements and the weight limit. And I believe we weighed it in at 13 kilos which is obviously way too much and it was so obvious so like we bought her a new bag in Bangkok we figured that out but it was this huge duffel bag and I when I say huge I mean huge 
Like, there was one point, I believe it was in Chiang Mai, that we were finessing, and they were like, do you have any checked bags? We said no. And then she, like, when she, because she was holding it as a book bag, so they couldn't see, and she said no. And then right when she walked away and she turned, they obviously saw it. I looked back, and they were laughing. Like, that's how bad it was. But we had the bag situation in Bangkok. And just in general, the city stressed us out. It's huge there. There's, like, so much going on. If you don't know where to go, I feel like it's just super stressful and too much. So we wanted to get out of there as soon as possible, and we booked a flight to Chiang Mai. We loved Chiang Mai, but before we get to that, I also want to talk about how we planned everything. So basically, we were in Bangkok. We were stressed as fuck. I believe our hostel could see that, like the staff at our hostel could see that. Um, Shout out to Born Free. That's where we stayed. And um, there was this really sweet lady there, and I wish I remembered her name. I want to say it starts with a W, but she helped us plan absolutely everything. So we like went up to her and we were like, look, we have a month here. We don't know what we're doing, and we know that we want to go to the full moon party, and we want to be in the islands, but we also want to go up north. So she sat us down, and she like first gave us a plan that would give us like It would get us our diving license, which Sam already has her, so that didn't really matter to us, but it was like $700. It was transportation, getting our diving license, and like three nights of accommodation out of like the 30 we we needed. So we were like, um, no, we're not doing that. That's $700. We can't. Like, that's not in our budget. So then we like go on with our lives, and we're like, yeah, we'll figure it out. Let's book this flight to Chiang Mai. We can do it ourselves. It's cool. And then, like, right when we were getting ready to leave for our flight to Chiang Mai, she, like, stopped us, and she was like, look, I can get you all of your um, transportation and just your transportation for, like, $370, $370. And we were like, all right, we can do it. It's under 400 It would help us out a lot, actually. Like, it would give us all our ferries. It would give us our flight to Copenhagen for the full moon. So we decided to do that, but since we were getting ready to leave for our flight to Chiang Mai already, um, we had to like sprint over to the bank. My card kept getting declined. Bangkok was very, very stressful. But then right when we got to Chiang Mai, we just had the best time ever. Chiang Mai was so lovely, and we also stayed at a capsule hostel there. So capsule hostels have the curtains on like the bunks, so you kind of have like your own little space and your own little room within the hostel because hostels like over time they get kind of stressful um just because you kind of need some free time to yourself at least I need some free time to myself every once in a while because if I'm with people for too long I kind of get burned out so it's really nice to just like be able to pull the curtain and be like look guys I need my space and then like in Chiang Mai there were a bunch of cool markets they had fruit smoothies At one of the markets that were the best fruit smoothies ever. I was obsessed with them. They were like 30 baht each, which is about a dollar. And in Chiang Mai, we also did, we went to the elephant sanctuary and we did a day of elephant sanctuary and then white water rafting. I believe it was about $60 and it was so worth it. We keep talking to like other people who have gone to elephant sanctuaries and I'm really happy that we chose the one that we did because we weren't in a group at all. Like it was just us and the elephants and then like the their handlers or whatever. We got to like take a bath with them and we fed them and then like right after we got lunch and then they took us white water rafting through like the mountains. Like while white water rafting we like would go past elephants just like casually in their habitat like it was I don't know it was beautiful 
And then after that, we went to Pi, which Pi is like a small backpacker town about, I want to say like an hour or two. I think it's two hours outside of Chiang Mai. Um, But to get there, you have to go through these winding roads. And when I say winding, it's like you think it's fine. It's not fine. (laughs) There's a lot of backpackers who like ride motorbikes through it. And I have no idea how they do it because it's it's definitely treacherous. Um, and the first time, like, our, on our way there, I started getting super, super, um, like, car sick. Not even, like, sick to the stomach, but my head was, like, throbbing. So that wasn't fun. Um, it kind of felt like a roller coaster. But then on the way back, I took, like, a pill that helps with, like, travel anxiety and stuff, and I was fine. Um, but as I was saying, Pi is a backpacker town, and it's definitely worth going. Uh, We rented motorbikes while we were there, and we just, like, honestly, that was the main thing we did, was ride motorbikes just around, like, for hours. Um, It was, it sounds funny, but it was really, really cool. We, like, drove past cows, and there were, there was a bunch of dogs, like, there's so many stray dogs here in Thailand, and they would chase us, which was kind of scary, but um, there's also the white Buddha in Pai, which we didn't actually, like, climb up to or go up to at all, but it's very beautiful to see on the mountain. It's, like, this white Buddha that overlooks the city. Um, our hostel was also great in Pai, and I definitely would recommend it. It's called Slow Life, um, and it had a pool, because we, we definitely wanted a pool, because in Chiang Mai and in Bangkok, they're obviously both pretty big cities. The heat here is, like, exhausting, so just to, like, have somewhere to relax and have somewhere to actually, like, chill was lovely and we also met some Irish girls there who were um, a week into their trip and the one girl broke her foot just seeing that happen scared the shit out of us because we were like we don't have travel insurance so like if you see me please take caution with what you do because I cannot break anything so I was sad because she she said that she had like the worst luck. Like on another trip, she like broke her wrist or something. But just a week in their trip, and I believe that they were traveling for like six months, this girl broke her foot. And she broke it because she was like going to check out the pool at our hostel. And she slipped. And she thought it was just fractured or something. It was like her toe. And it, she goes in because she, it was hurting the next day. And they said it was broken and she has to have a cast on for six weeks. So all the love in the world to her. I feel so bad. If you are going on a trip, I do recommend getting travel insurance. I believe it's only like $40 for like just the basic. Um, I don't have any, so I I guess you can't be taking advice from me. Um, But I also am trying to be very, very cautious with, with what I do. Oh, yeah. Also, on the turns for the drive from Chiang Mai to Pai, there's 726 like twists and turns through the mountains, 726, and people drive motorbikes through them. I could not do it. Props to you guys. Um, so then we went back to Chiang Mai after Pai to fly to Copenhagen. Um, and we kind of had to like rush to Copenhagen because for some reason we told the girl specifically like when she was booking our transportation that we want to be there for the full moon party like that's the main reason we're kind of like rushing down to the islands otherwise we would have probably spent more time in the north and she booked our flight the same day as the full moon party the exact same day and it was like a 13 hour travel day we had a flight from Chiang Mai to Bangkok we had a layover in Bangkok 
then Bangkok to Surat Thani, I think is how you say it. And then from there, we had a bus to the pier, and then the pier, we took a ferry to Copenhagen. And it was a a 13-hour travel day, and then we got there finally at like 8.30 p.m., If you don't know anything about the full moon party, it's basically a party on the beach. When the full moon happens, they also have half moon parties, and they're very, very popular. About like 15,000 to 20,000 tourists go. So we get to Copenhagen at 8.30 when like everybody is already partying after 13 hours of traveling, and we set our bags down, and we immediately just like go, and we like grab a bucket, and we start drinking. And so keep that in mind. Um, that was our full moon experience, 13-hour um, travel day, and then we didn't go to bed until like 7 a.m. the next day, um, which be just be careful is like the only thing I can say about the full moon party because there's a lot of shit that happens. And people like to rob at the full moon party and people like to drug other people, like roofie other people at the full moon party. The two pieces of advice I can give you for the full moon party is be safe. Actually, three. Be safe. Do not buy um, like the buckets from street vendors. Get it from like your hostel or from like an actual bar. Do not get it from street vendors. And then also um, watch your valuables. And then a fourth thing is do not separate from your friends. Like if you're going alone, be very wary with like who you hang out with and watch your drinks. I'm just saying be careful, please, because I love you guys and I need you to stay safe and I need everybody to stay safe. Um, It is fun. I'm not trying to say it's not. We saw like the jumping ropes like that have fire. They have like fire jump ropes there and fire dancing and there's just a bunch of like EDM music playing half the time and you just drink out of these buckets Um, and if you don't know it's like the full moon party is very very famous for having buckets an entire bottle of vodka is poured into the bucket and then along with like you can get red bull in it or you can get like coke and then they put like some like cough syrup in it as well when I was there I had a bucket of vodka for some reason I cannot talk today so if this is like cut a lot I'm really sorry um Oh yeah, but from our flight to Copenhagen, we definitely finessed the bags. We did not want to pay because we didn't have money much. Um, Our cards still weren't working at the time. And also I thought I lost my phone. And I think that that happened for a reason because um, we were getting on the flight and we had our bags and everything. And Sam had the window seat and then I had like the seat next to her. I was putting my bag down underneath the seat and... It was like, it's like a lot bigger than what should be able to fit down there. So it was like, I had to push a lot. And then like, I dropped my phone underneath my bag, but I didn't know it was down there. So then I immediately thought I lost my phone because I usually have my phone in my hand at all times. And so I start freaking out the whole flight. It was like a two hour flight from Chiang Mai to Bangkok when I thought I lost it. And I, like, told the flight attendants, I was like, will you please, like, call the airport and check to see if I left it on my seat? I was crying. And luckily, like, Sam had my phone at the time. Um, Like, I was letting her borrow my old phone. This is not making any sense. Long story short, I had an extra, like, iPod-type thing I could use. So I was listening to music, but I was, like, sobbing the whole way. And then we finally found it, um... Because obviously it was underneath my bag the whole time. So I pulled it up. I pulled my bag up 
still like teary eyed because I thought I lost it and it was right there and I was so grateful and I think that that happened for a reason because people always like to act like things aren't going to happen to them so like Sam lost her phone in Australia and like I don't know if that was like the universe being like yeah bitch it can happen to you too be careful or like hey be grateful like you're taking shit for granted Um, either way I'm very happy I found it and I have been very careful with my stuff ever since We spent three days in Copenhagen, which was like a little too long. I wish we would have only spent like two. And then we took another ferry, bus, ferry combo to Koh Lanta. Um, And I love Koh Lanta. Koh Lanta was very relaxing, especially after Copenhagen. Um, And we got a bungalow there, which was like superb. It was heaven on earth because we came from the shittiest hostel ever in Copenhagen. It was the worst, okay? So let me tell you about this. We go there, we were like getting ready, ready for the full moon party, 13 hours of travel, and we get to reception. They walk us to our room, which was in a completely separate um, building than like where reception was. Then you walk up these steep ass stairs. Like, I don't know who built this place, but steep ass stairs. You get up there. They never cleaned the room once when we were there. And when they did, it was this lady. She came in. She sprayed the shower, like, with the water head, with the shower head, and then walked out. And that was it. And then also, this guy checked out, um, like, the very first day we were there. He checked out of his bed. It was never cleaned. Okay, I don't know if you guys noticed because I probably cut it, but somebody just walked in, so I kind of lost my train of thought, but I'm pretty sure I was just saying that this guy's bed was literally never clean. Not cleaned in like three days, so that's sick. Um, And then also, the blankets that they gave us were towels, guys. They were literally towels. Everything was wrong with that hostel. The door ended up breaking when we were there. Um, so we had to change rooms. So there was no divider between like two beds. So like you had to sleep next to a stranger, which was kind of weird. So anyway, after Copenhagen, the, getting the bungalow in Koh Lanta was absolute heaven. It was a resort. So there was like a pool, there was a bar, there was a restaurant, there was a private beach. And then like we had our own private room and it was $10 a night. It was the same price as Copenhagen. So like we were balling. We were so excited. And that was just super nice. There was like a hammock we could read in. And in Koh Lanta, um, we did a four island tour, which was very beautiful. And I definitely recommend doing if you were ever in Koh Lanta. Um, it basically just took you like snorkeling and it took you on like uninhabited islands. It was very, very beautiful. And I believe it was only like $20. And then we went to Krabi after that, which we just got back from. We actually came to Kosamui last night. So we were in Krabi for three nights and I love Krabi as well. Like honestly, my favorites are probably um, Chiang Mai Pai and then Kolanta and Krabi. So Krabi, there's like a really nice shop that sells smoothies. They are the best smoothies other than the ones in Chiang Mai. And then also Krabby, our hostel was just super, super nice. Like they gave us free, free corn on the cob. They gave us free shots a lot. And they also gave us free beer, not free beer, sorry, free mixed drinks. Just free stuff is always great. And then also our hostel, that hostel was a capsule hostel as well. So super nice. Um, honestly, those are my favorite hostels now because you you just have your own little space and you can be dirty like in a lot of other hostels it's like all open so you can't have your shit everywhere 
but it's just nice to like you know not have to worry about like getting stuff out of your bag and then like repacking it each time so right now we are in Kosamui. We we got here last night and we went to the Big Buddha earlier today. Sam is getting a massage right now, as I said. Kosamui is very um, touristy. And so like when we first got here, they tried to get us a taxi off of the pier and they tried to give it to us for like a thousand baht, which is like $30. Um, and it'd be like for both of us, it'd be like $15 each, which I mean like in the U.S., it's not that bad for a taxi, but we've been getting them for like $3 each. So we ended up walking like 20 minutes, and then we found another taxi that took us for $5, which we were very thankful for. Um, but we're here until tomorrow, and we leave tomorrow for Kotao. And Sam is really excited for Kotao because it's very popular um, for scuba diving. And she loves scuba diving. She got her license in Australia. I am kind of going back and forth with the idea of getting my license because it is very expensive. It's about $280. Um, but I heard it's very, very worth it. And it's like another world down there. Sam raves about it. So I'll have her talk to you guys about it sometime. But hopefully scuba diving in Kotao. And I just, we've heard it's beautiful there. And then Kotao and then back to Bangkok for a day. We're taking a sleeper train back to Bangkok. And then I believe I'm getting a tattoo in Bangkok for that one day that we're there because I've wanted a tattoo this entire trip, but I've been nervous about getting them just because I've heard that there's no laws here in Thailand for tattoos. So like they don't have to change the needles and stuff like that. Like they don't have any cleanliness laws for tattoo shops, so I've been a bit scared about it, but I did some research, and I think, I hope I found a good um, shop in Bangkok, and I'm hoping to get a tattoo there um, on the 12th, like right before we leave for Paris, so I've also not wanted to get a tattoo yet because we've been swimming, and I don't want to be able, or I don't want to be like, hey, I just got a tattoo, can't swim in this like beautiful water, you know what I mean, so hopefully getting a tattoo before flying to Paris. And then we are meeting um, some friends in Paris from home. And then we were thinking about going to either Barcelona or Ireland, but we ended up booking Portugal. So we are going to Porto, Portugal right after Paris. And that's going to be super exciting. I'm really happy we have everything booked now. Like it just feels like a weight off of my shoulders and I don't have to worry about much now. I booked my flight from Porto to Madrid. So I'm going to be in Madrid for two days before meeting up with my au pair family and then au pairing for a little bit. And I also have some time au pairing when my family is going on vacation and they said I could do whatever I wanted. So I was thinking about going to Berlin, but I'm not quite sure now because it's expensive, like the price went up. So I don't know. Um, I really hope that you guys got something out of this because basically it was just me ranting about hostels and stuff like that, but Thailand has been lovely. There's a lot of strays here, like stray cats and stray dogs, which I feel bad for, but they're, they're really nice to say hi to and I wish I could take them all home with me. Um, also another weird thing about Thailand is they fill your gas for you here. Also, they drive on the left side of the road, not the right side of the road, like the U.S., so, um, yeah, they fill your gas for you. Like, you go up to a gas station, and there's, like, an attendant, so you don't have to get out of your car. And I don't think I'd like that because I like to do stuff myself, but it also may be nice. Like, if it's really hot out or really cold out, you don't want to get out of your car, 
it's nice. We leave in six days, which is absolutely crazy. I feel like it's been going by really fast, but also I feel like I've been here for ages, which I'm not quite sure how that works, but I am excited to go back to Paris and just Europe in general because I feel very comfortable there and I love Europe. It is going to be very cold, so I'm very thankful because um, one of our friends is bringing us coats because we obviously have been wearing shorts this whole time. I absolutely love traveling. As I said, I booked my flight home, though, because I was really nervous about flight prices going up. So I'm going home December 14th. It is going to be good. It's going to be good for me because I'm going to have Christmas with my family. I'm going to have New Year's with my friends. And then I'm going to get my tonsils taken out because if you guys have not caught on yet my voice goes in and out and my throat is always hurting and my tonsils suck so I'm getting my tonsils taken out um in January that'll be like a two or three week thing and then I'm babysitting for my family and then after that I'm free to do whatever and it's gonna be great I'm gonna obviously keep vlogging and I I've been meaning to put up more videos but as I said things have been a little bit more hectic than I imagined like traveling with somebody is very very different than traveling alone and I know I said that I was gonna end this podcast but I'm gonna talk about this for a minute um traveling with somebody is very different because you have to obviously consider somebody else's feelings and that's like the biggest difference. Um, you're not like just doing things for yourself. And I feel like if when you're traveling alone, you get to wake up every day and like decide who you want to be. And I know, that, I know that that sounds a little bit silly, but it's true. Like you're meeting new people. You can like decide what you want to do that day yourself, what you feel like doing and like who you feel like hanging out with. And then like if you wake up with somebody that you've known for seven years or eight years, however long I've known Sam, it's like you already know each other. So like you're not trying to like change or any like you can't discover yourself more if like you're with somebody, I feel like. Also, as I said, you have to kind of take their feelings into consideration, whether they want to do something or whether they don't and whether they're like feeling OK or if they're not. Um, which is like fine and it's it's been a lovely experience. I'm not trying to bash anybody. I love traveling with Sophia. Um, it's just very different. So yeah, I'm happy I've had this experience. But in the future, I really do like traveling alone. And if you're nervous about traveling alone, don't be. I got I get a lot of messages actually about people like wondering how I do it and like any tips or anything like that. And honestly, the one thing I can say is don't be scared. Like there's nothing to be scared about. Um, and it's okay to be scared, but you also have to, you just have to do it. And you'll see that people are very lovely and people are very kind most of the time. And they're, they're there to help you a lot of the time as well. Like the re the way that I got through my Italy trip, um, was through the kindness of strangers. So I'm going to go now. I love you guys so, so, so much. Thank you so much for listening to me rant and rave about weird things and about Thailand. Yeah, I will see you guys soon. My next podcast will probably be in Paris. And if not in Paris, then maybe in Bangkok. I'm not quite sure. But I'm hoping to keep these regular. I'm hoping to keep doing these. I love you guys so, so, so much. Thank you for listening. I was about to say watching. Bye.